Welcome to Finding Forgiveness, a Fraser 365 devotional. I'm Chris Montgomery, the senior pastor at Fraser Church, and we're excited you've joined us for this study. May the Lord bless you as we learn about His forgiveness. This is Day 16 of Finding Forgiveness. Our title today is Waiting. John Wesley stated that as a youth, his behavior often displeased his father. His mother was more forbearing. How can you have the patience, exploded the elder Wesley, to tell that blockhead John the same thing twenty times over? Why, replied Miss Wesley, if I had told him but nineteen times, I had wasted my breath. Our text today comes from Genesis 41, 1-36. After two whole years, Pharaoh dreamed that he was standing by the Nile. And behold, there came up out of the Nile seven cows, attractive and plump, and they fed in the reed grass. And behold, seven other cows, ugly and thin, came up out of the Nile. And the ugly, thin cows ate up the seven attractive, plump cows. And Pharaoh awoke, and he fell asleep and dreamed a second time. And behold, seven ears of grain plump and good, were growing on the stalk. And behold, after them sprouted seven ears, thin and blighted by the east wind. And the thin ears swallowed up the seven plump, full ears. And Pharaoh awoke, and behold, it was a dream. So in the morning his spirit was troubled, and he sent and called for the magicians of Egypt and all his wise men. Pharaoh told them his dreams, and there was none who could interpret them to Pharaoh. Then the chief cupbearer said to Pharaoh, I remember my offenses today. When Pharaoh was angry with his servants and put me and the chief baker in the custody in the house of the captain of the guard, we dreamed on the same night, and he and I, each having a dream with its own interpretation. A young Hebrew was there with us, a servant of the captain of the guard. When we told him, he interpreted our dreams for us giving an interpretation to each man according to his dream. And as he interpreted to us, so it came out. I was restored to my office, and the baker was hanged. Then Pharaoh sent and called Joseph, and they quickly brought him out of the pit. And when he had shaved himself and changed his clothes, he came before Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, I have a dream, and there is no one who can interpret it. I have heard it said that you... When you hear a dream, can interpret it. Joseph answered Pharaoh, It is not me. God will give Pharaoh a favorable answer. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Behold, in my dream I was standing on the banks of the Nile. Seven cows, plump and attractive, came up out of the Nile and fed in the reed grass. Seven other cows came up after them, poor and very ugly and thin, such as I had never seen in all of the land of Egypt. And the thin, ugly cows ate up the first seven plump cows. But when they had eaten them, no one would have known that they had eaten them. For they were still as ugly and as thin as they were at the beginning. Then I awoke. I also saw in my dream seven ears growing on one stalk, full and good. Seven ears withered thin and blighted by the east wind sprouted after them. And the thin ears swallowed up the seven good ears, and I told it to the magicians, but there was no one who could explain it to me. 
Then Joseph said to Pharaoh, The dreams of Pharaoh are one. God has revealed to Pharaoh what he is about to do. The seven good cows are seven years, and the seven good ears are seven years. The dreams are one. The seven lean and ugly cows that came up after them are seven years. And the seven empty ears blighted by the east wind are also seven years of famine. It is as I told Pharaoh, God has shown to Pharaoh what he is about to do. There will come seven years of great plenty throughout the land of Egypt, but after them there will arise seven years of famine, and all the plenty will be forgotten in the land of Egypt. The famine will consume the land, and the plenty will be unknown in the land by reason of the famine that will follow, for it will be very severe. And the doubling of Pharaoh's dream means that the thing is fixed by God, and God will shortly bring it about. Now therefore, let Pharaoh select a discerning and wise man, and set him over the land of Egypt. Let Pharaoh proceed to appoint overseers over the land, and take one-fifth of the produce of the land of Egypt during the seven plentiful years, and let them gather all the food of these good years that are coming, and store up grain under the authority of Pharaoh for food in the cities, and let them keep it. That food shall be a reserve for the land against the seven years of famine that are to occur in the land of Egypt, so that the land may not perish through the famine. Joseph has spent over 13 years in slavery and prison. The last two years of his confinement were after he was forgotten. Joseph spent over a decade of his life waiting. Author and pastor Gene Getz expounds on this section of Joseph's life with great observation. One of the great virtues God was developing in Joseph's life was patience. You'll need to read the last verse in chapter 40 of Genesis and the first verse in chapter 41 to experience the full impact of what must have happened in Joseph's heart and mind when he had to wait another two years to be vindicated. We read that the chief cupbearer, however, did not remember Joseph. He forgot him. And when two full years had passed, Pharaoh had a dream. When Joseph interpreted the cupbearer's dream, reassuring him that he would be reinstated to his former position, he asked this high-ranking official to put in a good word for him to the king. This must have been Joseph's first ray of hope for release since his confinement to prison by Potiphar several years before. Joseph certainly saw this opportunity as an answer to his prayers. After all, he had not allowed bitterness to grip his soul, and he had fulfilled his duties faithfully while complaining. Every day since his encounter with the cupbearer and the chief baker, he had waited for some word, for some indication that Pharaoh was concerned about him. After all, If the cupbearer had told the whole story, Pharaoh would have known that Joseph had interpreted his dream accurately. Surely Pharaoh would be interested in discovering more about Joseph's ability, since it was not something new for the king to consult magicians and wise men who could predict the future. But no word came. Days turned into weeks, and weeks into months, and months into two full years. What hope he had must have faded. Remember that God had not revealed to Joseph what was going to happen. The fact that he had a supernatural gift to predict someone else's future did not mean that he had the same ability to predict his own. Joseph had to continue his prison experience by faith. Faith means trusting what you can't see. 
God gives us the definition of faith in Hebrews 11.1. It says, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. So by its very definition, faith is the confident assurance that God is working and the resolute conviction that He is in control. In reality, faith is having a strong conviction that one day you will fully realize what you can't presently see. God is about to reward Joseph's faith in ways far beyond anything he had hoped for. On another side note, it's thought-provoking to hear the cupbearer's response who forgot Joseph for two whole years. It's found in Genesis 41.9. I remember my offenses today. The word offenses is often translated sins. In its 34 occurrences in the Old Testament, it's translated as sins 29 times. Two times it's rendered offenses, and once it's interpreted as penalty. Notice two of the times this same word is used in Scripture. In Psalm 51.9, which says, Hide your face from my sins, and blot out all my iniquities. And in Psalm 103.10, that reads, He does not deal with us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our iniquities. This cupbearer knew that he had sinned greatly by forgetting Joseph. Joseph had suffered two more years because of someone else's sins. Joseph had asked the cupbearer to remember him, and it was a sin that Joseph was forgotten. I am so thankful today that God always remembers. Even while his children are waiting, God is always watching. Consider these questions. How would you define faith as it is mentioned in Hebrews 11 in your own words? By your definition, based on God's word, in what ways are you living by faith? How does Joseph exercise his faith so that it is strong enough for the trials he faces? How do the trials and his responses to them increase his faith? How is it possible for two people to face the same circumstances and have completely opposite results? For example, both people face the loss of a family member. One faith grows stronger, while the other faith grows weaker. Pray with me. Lord, teach us to understand what it means to truly have faith in you, so we can lean on that faith every day. We love you. In your name we pray. Amen.